My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get mad. <laughs> <laughs> and creepy. Because yeah. we're doing two. We got a two for, for you. Welcome to episode 56. And in this episode, we are going to be, most importantly, discussing Black Christmas from 1974. Mm-hmm, which is its 45th anniversary yes. this year. Yeah. We've done, gotten a lot of anniversaries this yeah. year. I mean, I'm sure that'll just happen every year. But it's... We've had some big movies. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And, and um, also going to talk about black christmas from yesterday uh, it came <laughs> yeah. today is saturday the 14th that we are recording this it came out yesterday uh december 13th and we have some thoughts yeah don't fucking see this movie <laughs> yeah i mean basically that's what it comes down to i think that we we actually even talked about this in the theater because it wasn't very busy yeah we would have walked out of this movie had we not been doing this yeah. for the podcast. That's literally what I told you multiple times. Of, yeah. I really want to leave, which y'all know the only other movie that I've ever walked out of was Halloween from Rob Zombie. So that tells you how bad this is. Listen, I th- it's it's controversial because this whole entire movie is is very political. I respect what they were trying to do. Well, I respect the premise on which they built this movie. Yes, feminism and rape culture. Yes. So if you're uncomfortable with sexual assault and rape, this movie does have that in it. So yeah, I would I would kind of scrub ahead maybe 10, 15 minutes, see if we're talking about 1974, because that's not exactly. in ni- the 1974 uh, Black Christmas. But we're going to start off with talking about the one that we just saw from 2019. And when we saw this movie was coming out, mm-hmm. we had mixed feelings about it, I think. Well, yeah, I mean... Nobody thought this this was going to beat the original, but we didn't think it was going to be that bad. Yeah, and people do that all the time. They take names of famous movies, cult movies, mm-hmm. like Black Christmas. I wouldn't say it's super famous, but among the horror community, it is a cult favorite. Exactly. And it's easy to make money off of that name alone. Yes. People will go see it. If you like the original, you'll probably go see a remake, whether you agree with the remake exactly. or not. And this is not really a remake they just kind of used the name and the premise of a sorority house that's not that original exactly you could have done your own movie yeah things i liked all the christmas lights (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm familiar with you (laughs) i I enjoyed all the uh, christmassy things yes Mm -hmm. i liked hmm. well while you're thinking (laughs) yeah thank you i there are honestly only two things that i liked which is kind of sad. They were mm-hmm. really good things, but not enough to make a film about. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the character development. Good job. Because I actually cared for these girls. Mm-hmm. I really liked them. Yeah. And, and it wasn't stellar acting, but I feel like they really portrayed their characters very well. Yeah. It wasn't horrible acting. Exactly. No. I think that an actor is only as good as the dialogue. Exactly. And the other thing that I really liked was they did a lot of callbacks to the 1974 Black Christmas, which was really cute. Like, right in the beginning, there is a statue of a unicorn, which everybody who's seen the old one knows that one of the girls is killed by that. There's one of the girls kills one of the guys in this movie with the cellophane bag, Mm -hmm. which is one of the kills in the original Black Christmas. There's a point when you hear a 911 call and the address is 1974 Elm Street and 1974 was the year Black Christmas came out. Those callbacks were great. Yeah. Not enough to make it. No. And it's not enough to make a fan of the 1974 original, a fan of your movie. No. So let's just talk about some of the issues. This was a, again, this was a political movie. Yes. And I am 
fine with that. Truly. I am fine with a political movie. That's what horror is best at. Yeah. Like, good job. It's very cultural and a callback to what's going on in society. But there's a way to do it. And and I think that this bastardized the feminist movement. I think this bastardized fighting against rape culture and the rape crisis on college campuses. I just think that this movie... Okay, that these are the issues they were trying to tackle. So let's just start there. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to critique this because I agree with everything they were trying to do. They just, exactly. in my opinion, did not do it well. No. Do I want to fight for equal rights for women? Yes. Do I want to see them represented? And yes. Do I want to see people of color represented and have rights? Yes. Do I think that these white fraternity men should keep getting away with rape no and i think that we need to talk about that right but people have talked about it in much better ways than this exactly so basically the premise of this movie is there's a sorority house actually it comes in there's a bunch of sorority houses Mm -hmm. being attacked by this fraternity but the thing is i wanted to see a slasher movie that's what black christmas is even the one we're not talking about the one from like 2005 or 2006 or whatever but But even that that was just a crazy dude killing people and this one they took a fraternity and they made the entire fraternity an army of woman killers yes to because they believe and their founder believed that women are subservient and need to be obedient and good little girls which like the beginning of handmaid's tale (laughs) exactly so this is a movie down with patriarchy which you know okay Mm -hmm. let sure but they did a lot of things wrong and when you give the people that scream fem nazi a leg to stand on i think that's a problem for me Mm -hmm. because they made these characters incredibly stereotypical Mm -hmm. they did not make them as powerful as i wanted them to be same they just I mean, they, the, the, the fucking, I'm sorry, I'm like stuttering because I'm mad. Uh, yeah, basically. The fraternity is a fucking supernatural cult. What the fuck? Yes, it was fucking stupid. The, I actually was with the movie until like the midway point and then the girls get attacked in their home, which we've all seen in the trailer and they're like in the kitchen and stuff. That was the moment that lost me because before they're getting attacked, there's a conversation with one of the girl's boyfriends and the dialogue is fucking terrible. It has no point to it. It's horrible like they're trying to turn this girl's boyfriend who's been great to her this whole time into an asshole now like what yeah there are good guys out there you don't have to turn every single one of them into horrible people which is what this movie did yes so it basically said that these fraternity brothers join this fraternity uh, because they want to bring down strong women mm-hmm. and they are given supernatural powers they are possessed by the founder of this fraternity who was into black magic and stupid shit like that stuff that doesn't need to be in here and they make them supernatural killers yeah and they why didn't you be in that like you could have created them as people who just want to kill strong women that that was a possibility the supernatural aspect brought nothing into it other than the fact that it could brainwash the good guys too like, that's what? and that's what it was it was like the so the, they're saying that you know, if you get a bunch of men together to talk about the patriarchy or talk about power or talk about women, then it's going to basically infect other men. I am not a man hater. And no. I don't like 
being because they even talk about like one guy was like said like not all men and i completely understand yeah. like that's bullshit you know the not all men thing yeah but that's why women feel scared because it's a lot of men but yes. they literally supernaturally turned these men into cult exactly. killers or there's another quote at the very end the guy from sock we see him in the the previews but mm-hmm. he makes a comment of men are tired of being you know pushed around right now which i will state right here that's fair. Men are getting the shitty end of the stick right now. They really are. Because even if they don't do anything wrong, women are afraid of them and they're starting to speak out, which is great, as they should. But honestly, it's because women and people of color have gotten the shitty end of the stick for a long fucking time. The tables have turned. Deal with it a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, and that's something that, you know, you can say not all men, but when it's most men attacking women and us being scared for our lives to get into an uber i will not fucking take an uber that's not my husband's fault exactly that's not connor's fault but and and there's a way to say that that Mm -hmm. i think that this movie failed something that they did was the main character was was raped by the fraternity president that has now graduated and they they didn't really address that very well her sisters were pressuring her to face him and this is really sensitive and again if you are uncomfortable talking about sexual assault, please stop listening. If somebody raped you and you didn't want to face them, I would never say, mm-hmm. you're a fighter. Suck it up and go fight him. I would say, right. okay, I let's. I will protect you. I will shield you from him. Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Do not be in the same room mm-hmm. as him. Like, this is getting really personal and I'm, I, I'm, I apologize, but we've gotten personal on this podcast before and mm-hmm. our listeners, I think, know us pretty well. I was assaulted in middle school. And I wouldn't be in, in the same room as him They for years. Yeah. No. I've... I and, and I would never want somebody to make me feel like I was weak because I wouldn't stand up to him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucking not. If that's the, if you are still working through that trauma and you haven't, then these are honestly some real shitty friends in yeah. my opinion. There's one point where I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I kind yeah. of understand the other girl's side of it where... They had a video. Uh, they did this song basically pointing out how horrible this guy is that raped her. Yeah. And they did this song, and then they put it online, and it went, you know, kind of viral. viral. Yeah. And there's a point at the end where the girl who was raped literally says, this accuser, here he is, here's his name. Mm-hmm. And the fraternity is getting mad about it. Mm-hmm. So then she freaks out on her friend, and it's like, at the st- like I understand why you're mad. Mm-hmm. Have a fight out with your friend, totally justified, but at the same time, it's done. It is out there. There's nothing you can do about it now. Yeah. So why are we really getting so frustrated about a video? You guys need to figure your shit out. Yes, right. but come on. And it's just, uh, this movie is incredibly sensitive, or insensitive, but like to, even to talk about, and I just, one of the things they did to this main character that was assaulted is they they tried to give her a moment of redemption. And, well, her, her whole entire character arc is, you know, in taking her life back, basically. Yes. From, but what they did was they gave her a love interest who was turned into one of these cult members by whatever supernatural powers they inflicted on him, which, not his fault, we know that. But, and in the end, he saves her that's literally that's not what your movie is about where did you lose your own movie yeah she was supposed to if anything if he even had to exist she should have saved him or at least she should have only saved herself like what the fuck they had a man saver at the end at the very end of your movie just ruined the entire reason for your movie yeah which wasn't well done in the first place 
it was the most in-your-face, non-nuanced, poorly put-together feminism piece. And again, for a million times, I stand behind all of these movements very strongly. This just just bastardized all of it, though, in my opinion. I think that this was poorly done. I think that men that see this will not hear it. I think that there's a way to do this to get people's attention and to get compassion and make a point and get mm-hmm. people behind you. And this was not it. Yeah. This is very... I just, I just don't really know how to delicately say how I feel about this movie because they did put so many sensitive subjects and issues that need attention. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't think it was done well and I don't think it was done right. And there was like no gore in this movie. Like it, it just. But it was still fucking disgusting. Like literally fucking gross. I'm a girl, but goddamn. Like right in the beginning, one of the girls goes, I lost my diva cup. And then her friend hands her a pad and she like puts it on right there that is the first time i've ever seen that on screen and honestly didn't need to that never needed to be done and then later on you see her diva cup on their like satan altar what the fuck yeah that's somebody oh and they turned one of these women into an enemy and a traitor that working for the men so she stole somebody's cup first of all (laughs) tmi i use a cup and i don't even like fucking touching it when it's clean right that's disgusting (laughs) So, yeah, there's just not a good way to talk about this movie without pissing off one side or the other. And so I just don't really have much more to say about it because I think that it was so bad. It was terrible. Please don't go see it. I mean, I was both bored and infuriated. Like, if you want those, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Uh, It just was not a good horror movie. And, and, um... One out of five. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. One out of five, definitely. And... I want a woman direct. If you if you are a strong woman and you want to come direct a horror movie and you want to call out the, you know, patriarchy and capitalism and rape culture and all these things, I will 100% support you, but this in my opinion was just not the way to do it. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was a male director and a male writer and all of that. I think it was a female director though. Are you serious? I, I'll, I'll look right now. I'm a pretty sure. A female director really. I'm pretty treated sure. Treated people like that. I'm pretty sure a female did this. Let me see. I have to cut out. Like I said, I've I liked the characters. I'm almost offended that you put those characters through that. I mean, it's got a 44 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a three out of ten on IMDb. Yeah, director's a woman. Said Sophia. Wow. Two women, uh, screenplays, wow, uh, director, and did the screenplay and direction. That's really sad. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's really difficult to critique this movie. I mean, it only had a $5 million budget. Like, I'm not upset about the quality of the filming or the cinematography or the yeah, acting. No, that was great. I just don't like how... It took these issues and didn't actually address them, but it made the men these weird supernatural cult killers. And I I know that that's like a stab at because they were even saying, we're going to take these men and possess them by the spirit of this, you know, misogynist racist from the 1800s. And we're going to put them in Congress and courtrooms. And I get I totally understand what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, the 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 United States is run by big, scary white men that want to put us all down. Okay, fine. If that's if, if that's your opinion. I'm not going to really go into my political opinions, but I think we all kind of can assume Mm -hmm. how I feel about that. But, man, 
like I think that a lot of women will really like this that are very passionate but I'm not saying I'm not passionate and I I mm-hmm. still just could not get behind the portrayal of how, what they were yeah what they were doing the you shouldn't have added the supernatural element at all they don't yeah need, that was fucking saying stupid. they they're only like this to be pos- because they're possessed by this spirit like I know they had to sign up on their own accord to an extent but did they because all these other guys that didn't want to do it got possessed so and there's multiple guys throughout the film trying to date rape these other girls so obviously they're not all wholesome men in there yeah what so <laughs> I, I just wouldn't see it, to be honest. Like, I would see something that is going to be worth your time and also is going to take an issue and do justice to it. There's so many good movies about race and women and the power struggle and all that stuff, you know, and the come up and civil rights. and the, You just don't need this movie to do no. it. it. It was just was not good. We've seen ones with great political commentary that were great. Mm-hmm. This was bad. This was a terrible one. Like, if yeah. you want your feminism stuff, go watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer because that's what it made me want to watch. <laughs> Something that's good. Yeah. But onto a good one. Yeah. So. So f that movie. Black Christmas from 1974 Woo! has one of your favorite actresses in it. Yes, and this is one of my favorite films of all time. So. You actually had me watch this for the first time. I did. Way when we before. started talking. Way about before her. this podcast. Like yeah, I was in, like, you have to see it. You haven't? What? In the infant. No, I wouldn't say infancy <laughs> of our friendship because I was in my like third apartment at that yeah. point. But, and we had been friends for mm-hmm. a couple years. But, and it was around Christmas. And, you know, I'm like, I want to watch Christmas movies. And mm-hmm. you're like, Black Christmas, and I was like, the one where he eats the the flesh of people with the cookie, no, and no, you're no. like, no, bitch, the, the, the actual one. one. <laughs> the amazing one. So this is just a straight-up slasher, and honestly, one of the, one of the first one. I mean, this came out, I think, the same year that Texas Chainsaw Massacre did, mm-hmm. before Halloween, before Nightmare on Elm Street, before, what's it, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. you know, so. Halloween was actually originally <sighs> supposed to be the sequel to this, which is pretty cool like the same like he moved from sororities to babysitters basically basically that's what the idea was conceived as and then john carpenter changed it but yeah that's what it was originally supposed to be then you can see how other slashers were inspired by this one exactly it it wasn't like i don't know the budget wasn't you know for the 70s it was six hundred twenty thousand dollars and uh it so it was a modest budget but they had good people Olivia Husey's in it. Mm-hmm. Love her. And I never... Margot I, Kidder. Margot Kidder's in Amazing. this, yep. And there's... Again, you have a house of sorority sisters, and they're being hunted. Mm-hmm. This time in the original one, though, they're just being hunted by this crazy fucking stalker guy. Right. And Which is way scarier. Yeah. I think so, too. What's scarier in the one we just saw is that there's a bunch of them, so when they kill one, another one just comes. Like, that's scary. Yeah. But they kind of know who's doing it. Exactly. You know, and this one, it's just one spooky guy hiding in rooms in the dark in the corner. That they never find. Like, I know I'm giving away the end, but they never find that guy. You think that it's this, they have a good, pretty good red herring, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. You know, you've got this character that is our main girl dating this guy who loves her a lot, mildly obsessive with her, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. And... She gets pregnant, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want it, and he's getting all fired up and angry. Mm-hmm. And so you could see how 
that relationship dynamic between them talking about how she wants to get rid of the baby and he doesn't and he's really upset about it and she throws him out you know you're like okay right where he would freak out and want to kill people right so it's a good uh is that him Mm -hmm. and there's some really really spooky good shots in this movie yes like i know the eyeball thing just really gets to you but that's great that's what it's supposed to do when i'm going oh god it's coming it's coming oh god because it's freaky you see him and when you see him it chill goes down your spine yep Yep. Because you are her and you're going, oh God, now I have to get up and run away before he fucking kills me. Yeah. It, this is kind of sound kind of fucked up. He kind of reminds me of Ted Bundy. No, for sure. Absolutely. 1000%. That's what I think of when Ted actually went into a sorority and killed girls. I think of that. Yeah. Which is super gross, but I mean, they're unrelated, but (laughs) it just, they're, and what's scary about this one, unlike the one we just saw this shit has really happened. It's not could. It has exactly. really happened. Exactly. And it's, you know, you take a bunch of, in their opinion and, and in his mind, you know, helpless women. But it's not even just about the women. They're just unsuspecting in their own home and he separates them and kills them. Exactly. So especially because it's really ingenious to do this around a break too because if somebody goes missing, they just left. Yeah, they thought they went home. Yeah. Why would they be looking for someone who's not supposed to be there in the first place? Exactly. And I know that some people really don't like this movie. And I don't know why. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just in the threads that I read in the horror community, I see a lot of shitting on this movie. I think it's better than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Way better. Way better than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, it's just scarier to me. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if I just wanted to watch a nasty fuck em up slasher, yeah, I'd probably watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But if exactly. I wanted to watch a, like, creepy, Could on the edge of my seat, thing. the suspense is really good, I would probably go for Black Christmas before I would go for any other slasher, except for Halloween. Exactly. And I also just love, it really does feel very Christmassy. Some Christmas horror doesn't feel like Christmas. No, I mean, you have carolers, and you can actually see more scenes of them just sitting by the tree and hanging out. They're just having a Christmas party before all of this shit goes down. Which is scary. Yeah. <laughs> you can go up to go to the bathroom, and somebody just think, oh, she probably just went to bed. Yeah, They don't even want to. No. Exactly. And the kills in this are obviously much better than the one we just saw, because they didn't even bleed real blood. Yeah. Side note. <laughs> They were good. And the the visuals with the kills, he wraps Beautiful. some girl up in plastic wrap, basically, yeah. and suffocates her. And her just, what is she, in a corner, I think, uh, he's of got a shot? Up, up in the attic. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And it, that's scary as shit. Yeah. Or when the girl dies from the unicorn. Yeah. That honestly is beautiful. Like, the way it's done and the Christmas carol going on and stuff, you're like, wow, that's gorgeous, but horrible. Yeah, it ties, it's like a very holly jolly kill. Exactly. (laughs) And I honestly, this is going to sound like a weird thing that I enjoy about this movie that has nothing to do with the prowess of the movie itself. I love seeing sorority houses and like how like they're they're laid out and you can't ever figure out. And the new one, this did this too. What's the layout of this house? It's very confusing Mm -hmm. and it keeps you guessing because you don't know where these girls are going or where he's at or where could he be? Because it's mm-hmm. have a million fucking rooms in them. These are really old, big houses. Exactly. And it's a perfect hunting ground because you can just, like I said, separate everyone so well. Mm-hmm. That house, you can actually still visit it. It's in Toronto. 
Is it, on, is it just in like a film area or is it on a campus or is it just it's, kind of it's a, a home it's just a standalone oh, house just some oh mm-hmm. neat i would definitely buy a slasher house i know right paranormal houses i don't like i want to say that i would but i don't it i guess it depends like i would buy the amityville house because i think that's bullshit mm-hmm. i don't know if i'd buy the conjuring house though yeah. but i would definitely buy a slasher house exactly like See? obviously it's just a movie but yeah i would i would love to and i wouldn't even care like if people wanted to come mm-hmm. gawk i'd be like come, come on look. in <laughs> just like we did when we were at the exactly. stanley people like looking at our room we're like do you want to come in <laughs> pretty sure we'll get in trouble for this but you know what you get to see the inside of this room what's really sad too is you do have one parent yeah involved and i love him he's really sweet and it's really sad that he loses his daughter and you really care about the characters. Yes. All of them. Yeah. I definitely. think. Even the you know, the Margot Kidder character that's real rough She's around the edges. Hilarious, though. <laughs> I love her. She gets some kid drunk at this like Christmas thing that they're doing with Santa. Oh my god. Yeah, she's not like a great person, but she's you still a, like her. She's not a great person, but she's yeah. fucking funny. She is really so, and, and the comedy is pretty good in this too. Like it, it mm-hmm. hits really well. I don't really have a lot of problems with this movie because I just think it's really fun to mm-hmm. watch. The phone calls are scary, and they do exactly what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And there's not a ton of things to walk through. It's just all these sorority girls are trapped in a house trying to survive. And it comes down to this one girl. Mm-hmm. And you think it's her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's not. And they never find the killer. Yeah. So the father that comes to town, his he's waiting for his daughter. He thinks that she should have left already. And he knows that something's up. And he goes back to the sorority house. And there's this one scene that I keep thinking of. And I had never noticed before, but I noticed it on this viewing. He goes into his daughter's room, and he's wandering around. He, like, picks up a picture of her boyfriend, which is on her nightstand, which is fine. Whatever. That's Normal, what yeah. kids do. Yeah. If you look behind him, there is a full-size fucking poster of her boyfriend on her closet door. You don't have a poster of Connor? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs two pictures and then one of them being a full-size fucking poster? That's fucking weird. That is really weird. Because this Especially is kind of... in the 70s. That was expensive. It is kind of gross, but it's not like you can do stuff to it. It's two-dimensional. <laughs> exactly, though. Exactly. Mm. It was so weird. The uh, the character of Phyllis, her name is Andrea Martin. She's the only character that came back into the 2006 movie. Was she the sorority house mom or whatever? So. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen the second one, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And she was actually also the... This is better. She was in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. She's the one where they had the the babopsy, the babopsy that they had to Bobopsy. do. Babopsy, <laughs> oh my god, that's her. That's awesome. Yeah, we make a cool. lot of inside jokes about yes. My Big Fat Greek bunt. Wedding. A bunt. A bunt. Because you mean you don't eat no meat? Yeah, that's us. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was tell this is a super side story. I was telling her that when I go down to Texas, you know. My family has hunters and everybody does barbecue and meat. And I was like, I'm going to get on to Texas and it's going to be like my big factory wedding. And everybody's <laughs> going to go, what do you mean you don't eat no meat? <laughs> exactly. But it's fine because they'll hand you a bunt and you can put a plant on it. <laughs> yeah, I went to my family's Easter this past year and they were literally saying a prayer and like blessing everyone and whatever. And one of my fucking, I don't know if he's my cousin or uncle, he goes, except for the vegans. And I was oh like, my God. <laughs> How about we not assume things you're, here? You're like Jeff. a movie, damn it. 
I'm like a for the vegans. cultural traitor, man. Yeah, Except geez. for the vegans. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're like, you're calling whoa, me whoa. out. <laughs> you don't even know. I was about to be like, excuse me. Just to make people feel awkward, but I just kept my mouth shut and <laughs> ate my potato salad. And, uh, Good job, because that's you. You're quiet. Yeah. You know, I don't really have much to say about it other than I really like it. It's really fun. It's not a particularly deep movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a stalker and going around killing people, and I really like it. Five out of five. I already told you guys it's one of my favorite movies. Right. So I'd probably give it a four out, out of five. So, yeah. Really good. As far as slashers go, though, this one's up there for me. Good. I'm, I'm glad. really glad we did that. Mm-hmm. And just a little side note, we are done with 2019. Yeah, this was our last movie to go see in theaters. And our last, uh, not our last episode to record for 2019, but our last Mm -hmm. movie episode to record for 2019. Exactly. And we are going to do a wrap up at the end of the year where we're going to talk about all the ones that we went and saw. (laughs) Yes. And we also have some news coming January 1st. There will not be an episode that day, but we will be uploading an announcement so we're excited to share something with you guys moving forward and you can look forward to that a year-end wrap-up and we have more than we could possibly describe scheduled for 2020 so since this is our last it's not the last movie that you will hear us drop but with our recording schedule it ended up being the last movie that we recorded Mm -hmm. for the year so we're really excited for what's to come and we hope that uh we get to see you in uh, 2020 Mm -hmm. but more on that later this month and next time you don't want to be on his list till then stay creepy